Welcome into another episode of The Rant, everybody. Uh, today, uh, we're going to talk about some things that I have been sweeping under the rug just because, one, I have personally not wanted to talk about them, uh, but two, uh, I feel like at this point, there's just no turning um, the other cheek, so to speak, about talking about it. Um, the first one, it's pretty straightforward. It's the whole Antonio Brown saga. I mean, I had been talking about that and talking about that from the very beginning of the NFL season, and, and it, is, it is just crazy. His ultimate demise that has just surmassed. It is absolutely ridiculous. Um, the crazier part is there's actually still people on Twitter that feel sorry for him, and I'll get into that in a little bit later. But just to recap, if you hadn't seen the new footage, um, terrible footage, he live-streamed a event where uh, the cops were called to a domestic dispute at his house um, in Hollywood, Florida, where he apparently his baby mama was trying to steal his Bentley, according to him. So he called the cops, and the cops came. And they took her off the property and his children. Uh, he's seen screaming like an irate idiot, calling his uh, the mother of his children in front of his children, by the way, who are all like probably under the age of 10. Um, some as young as I think is two or three years old, screaming um, and belittling uh, the mother of his children in front of her, the police, calling her all sorts of names, calling the cops names. He then throws a bag of gummy penises. So like, uh, like, you know, like gummy, you know, like sour patch kids, like those kind of gummies, you know, like, like, like gummy bears, but they're in the shape of a penis, a bag of them. So a bag of dicks. And he throws that bag of gummy dicks at his wife and the cops. It was just a, a crazy, just unbelievable. And, and it, all of this is being live streamed and I'm sure it's available all over the internet, if you care to watch, I watched just the bit where he's screaming irately, and I was like, "This is just crazy." I have to turn this off. But the crazy part is, is everybody calling for him to get help, and and they can't see the forest for the trees, which which is crazy to me. And then on top of that, right after all this, he had been working as a coach for the youth football league, a flag football league, because his son does flag football. And it is actually ironically through, um, one of the partners of the flag football league is the Hollywood, Florida police department. So they quickly realized that he has become such a problem for them that they had no choice, but to ban him as a coach of the league and gave him his money back that he funded the league with. So they were like, we don't want anything to do with you anymore. Like, you belittle our officers when they come to your house. You're a problem person. We don't want anything to do with you. Here's your money back. You're not welcome at the park. If we see you at the park, uh, we're going to arrest you. That was pretty much what they said to him. He then posted, um, and they all and they handed this to them also. Uh, what I thought was really funny was they live-streamed them giving him the check, basically going public and saying, hey, you're not allowed at the park anymore um, at all. We don't want you here because what you're doing is a terrible influence uh, to the young boys and girls here, and we don't want you around anymore. And they live stream that whole event. And then he posted on Twitter saying that 
they kicked him out of his own league or whatever and whatever. I mean, you can't feel sorry for the guy. That's that's the thing that's driving me nuts. On Twitter right now, and some people in the media too, you'll you'll hear them say, he needs help. Somebody please help him. Please. Okay. Well, then which one of you wants to go help him? Because everyone keeps saying somebody please help him, yet nobody helps him. Not a single person. On top of that, today, his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, quit. He said, I no longer want to be affiliated with you. So now his agent won't even help him. Okay, do you understand he's beyond getting help? He doesn't care about help. He doesn't want help. He's an asshat. He's been an asshat his entire life, okay? Let me run you through just a quick synopsis of Antonio Brown. When Antonio Brown was a young kid playing peewee football, he was really good. In fact, he was on the same team as another NFL wide receiver called T.Y. Hilton, whose dad was the coach of the league. Him, both of them together, right? Even T.Y. Hilton's dad said that the kid was a problem child because he didn't have a really good childhood. He didn't have good parents. He didn't have any discipline, right? So they tried to keep him on the straight and narrow. He then doesn't get offered, okay, as he excels in high school football, as he excels at that level, right? Imagine being on the same team as T.Y. Hilton, and you're better than him, okay? Then T.Y. Hilton gets, an obviously, a good, a good college scholarship offer, and he's playing in high school football in Florida, which is one of the biggest states for high school football, okay? It's where recruits from from a go to all top nation colleges to play football all come from is a big, a big percentage of them come from Florida. It's a great co- uh, high school football, uh, state out of all of that, out of being so good. So, so talented, he doesn't get any scholarship offers except to FIU. He goes there and gets in an altercation right away. So he gets kicked out of FIU. He gets in trouble with the police. He gets in trouble right then. Not a single school wants to touch him, okay? Not a single school in the entire nation wants to touch him, except a a small uh, Mac school in Central Michigan. They take him. He doesn't get drafted until the sixth round because everybody knows he's an asshat. Goes to the Steelers, is quiet, works hard, super hardworking, right? Everyone always knew he was hardworking. No one is discrediting the amount of work he's done. Hard work. Work, work, work. Then all of a sudden, he gets paid. And what happens? He didn't have any money. He needed money. And now that he had money, he became more of an asshole. He was always an asshole, but money doesn't change you. It only makes you more of who you already are. And he became just a giant asshat. And he continues to be a giant asshat. And then he realized the popularity and success he was getting off the field via the commercials, via the social media, via the followers. He live streams a game after after a playoff game of, of Mike Tomlin giving a, a, a post-game speech, right, where he insults the other team, says some things that one should only be said in a locker room, yet they're aired to the public. And that should have been really where the Steelers said, this is crazy, we need to get you out of here. But at that point, he had been so productive on the field and they had already paid him that they were trying to get the most they could out of him. And like I said before, Mike Tomlin should be retroactively given coach of the year for how many successful years he got out of Antonio Brown without what we are witnessing now transpiring. Unbelievable. Okay, and in fact, the media, and and I will give credit to Stephen A. Smith, who I don't personally like, but he did apologize, and he said, 
we all owe Ben Roethlisberger an apology. You're damn right you owe Ben Roethlisberger an apology. That guy tried the best he could to get that crazy dude on the field and being productive. And he did for a long time. And now you're witnessing the crazy ass hattery that's going on. He is a complete and total dink. The guy is a jerk. He's always been a jerk. He's never not going to be a jerk. So the fact there's people on Twitter, especially at the NFL Network, uh, Aditi Kikabala, who is like the social justice warrior for the NFL in her part-time, she covers the Steelers. She said, please, someone give him help. He's This is just a cry for help. No, it's not a cry for help. The guy's been an asshat his whole life. He's continuing to be an asshat. Now he's just an even bigger asshat. And you guys keep watching his shit online. And people keep tweeting him and telling him he's great. And he has nobody that ever told him that he ever did anything wrong in his whole life. That's part of the problem. He's not, he's not mentally crazy. Okay, He's definitely off the rails and off the rocker crazy. But he's crazy because he's been given a platform to be crazy. And everyone watches that platform. And they, and they tweet him. And they watch his Instagram live videos. And he still has a bajillion followers. So he still thinks his shit don't stink. He's still crazy in that regard. But he's not mentally challenged. He's not mentally gone. Okay, He's still a human being. And he's treating other human beings like absolute trash. Okay, What you should say is this. And this is what, I, what I'm going to say as follows. What he did in front of the mother of his children was despicable. And in front of his children. That's not how you set the example as a father, as a man, as anything. Talking to a woman like that, one, in front of the police, two, in front of your own children, calling your wife, or not your wife, your, your baby mama, the mother of those kids, all sorts of names. What kind of example does that set? Okay, forget about saying he needs help. The dude needs to be put down. He's, he's literally a rabid dog, okay? We need to literally get him off social media. Everyone needs to cut ties with him. You just need to stop watching. That's why I haven't talked about him on the show because I don't even want to give him any breath of, of air out of my mouth. I don't even like mentioning his name. It's just annoying. He's just an idiot. He's an asshat. He doesn't have mental health problems. He's just a jerk. There's, a, there's, no, there's nothing around him. He's just a horrible, horrible person. That's, that's what it comes down to. He doesn't need mental counseling. He doesn't need to get locked up in a psych ward. What he needs to do is shut down his Twitter accounts, stay the hell off social media, and just go about his business and get back to doing what he did before. But now it's too far gone. He's gone off the deep end. He's into Crazyville now because it's not about being mentally crazy. He's into Crazyville because he just is, is in this zone of I'm untouchable. I can do whatever I want. I can say whatever I want. Because I'm Antonio Brown. That's what he actually thinks. It's not about being mentally crazy or that he got hit in the head too many times. No, he was a jerk from day one. Okay? Money only makes you more of what you already are. He has always been a jerk. He just became an even bigger jerk. And that's the entire story. So I'm tired of the people tweeting, get him help. Okay? Because one, none of you get him help. Right? If he needs help, go get him help. You're the one sitting there, get him help. Please, somebody get him help. Okay, go help him. What's stopping you, Aditi Kukabala from the NFL Network? Go get him help. Talk to him. I'm sure plenty of people have reached out. Des Bryant tried to reach out to him. He didn't want anything to do with him. Okay, he ultimately, you try to help him, he calls you a racist. He calls you an Uncle Tom. All sorts of stuff. The guy's a dink. The guy's a jerk. The guy's an asshat. That's the end of the story. Okay, and what this did ultimately is probably 
forever, this whole video saga that has happened now has forever banned him from the NFL because I don't think an NFL team will ever want to touch him. Okay? It's just, especially with the domestic violence and all that stuff that the NFL's had hard times trying to sort through uh, with other players committing domestic uh, domestic abuse and the stance that they've taken against domestic abuse and the month that they have a domestic abuse awareness uh, in the NFL. They don't want anything to do with this because you would have to answer to those, answer those questions. If you're, if you're an NFL team that takes them on, you'd be like, well, the NFL has a stance on domestic abuse. Why would you employ a domestic abuser? Because that's what he did. Okay, a s- verbal assault, okay, that's that's abuse. That's verbal abuse. He committed verbal abuse on his baby mama in front of his children. Okay, that's what he did. The guy is not some, oh, he just has a, you know, he just needs, he has mental problems. No, he's an idiot. He's an asshat, and he's a jerk. That's what he is, and he's crazy. He's crazy because he's all those things, and he doesn't want to stop being those things. It's not because he needs to go sit down and see a shrink or be pres- uh prescribed medication. He needs people to stop being yes men to him all the time, telling him that his shit doesn't stink and that he's the greatest human of all time because he's actually one of the worst people of all time. He's a jerk. Moving on, and I'm done talking about it. You can tweet me or whatever, ask me about it, but my stance on that is firm. The guy does not have mental health problems. The guy is a jerk. Moving on to some more crazy jerks. And who's this guy is pretty pretty much on the right path to become another Antonio Brown if he doesn't correct himself very quickly. But again, it's all about the the, the thing that these two people have in common is it's all about them. They don't care about a team. They don't care about anything but individual success, individual statistics, and making moments all about them. And case in point of the next guy is Odell Beckham Jr. and all the stuff that transpired after the LSU victory. I didn't want to get into it, but the story just keeps unraveling, so now I have to get into it. I don't like talking about guys that are idiots, but, you know, it, 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 you know, it stirs the drink. It's the straw that stirs the drink. It's, it gets the conversation going. So, Odell Beckham Jr. was at the game in Baton Rouge, uh, in in uh, New Orleans, down there uh, for the national championship, the LSU Clemson game, where LSU won. And I talked about it earlier in my show a couple days ago. So after the game, Odo Beckham Jr. was on the field celebrating with the LSU guys, and he starts dapping them up and handing giant wads of cash to a bunch of different players, which... By law, inside the NCAA bylaws, states that college players cannot be paid. Okay, that is illegal underneath the NCAA bylaws. Now, we can have a conversation about whether or not that should be a, a rule or not. And I'm happily able to debate you on that. In fact, I might go so far as to tell you that I 100% agree that college players should be paid. But they aren't. So the rules right now, as they are written, state you can't pay college players. Okay, but if Odell Beckham Jr. really wanted to pay them, okay, and we know that this happens all the time. In fact, it's happening at LSU right now. The FBI wiretapped LSU's head basketball coach talking to a possible recruit, talking about money involved in the transfer or in the, you know, 
in the acceptance of him onto the team, basically paying him to on you know to come to LSU is basically what the FBI wiretap has discovered. So LSU is currently in the hot seat right now under the NCAA investigation for paying players to come play sports for them. Okay, so they're already in hot water for that. If Odell Beckham Jr. wants to pay players that he thinks did a good job after the game, right, I morally don't have a problem with that. It's his money. He can spend it however he wants, right? Morally, I think that's 100% his prerogative, okay? And if he really wanted to do that, he could have went, you know, found those players individually in private and handed them a check, handed them a whole lump sum of cash, whatever he wanted to. But no, that's not what he did, okay? And that and that's why he. this is where it comes back, and it's all about Odell. He brought out a giant wad of money, okay? Huge stack of money. More money than any person should carry on them at any given time, especially in New Orleans of all places, okay? I, I didn't feel comfortable when I was down there carrying more than 20 bucks in my pocket. I thought I was going to get robbed. Here he is with a giant stack of money, and he's handing out giant wads in front of the entire camera and media at the end of a game. Cameras are rolling from every direction. Pictures are being snapped. And here he is dapping up these players and giving them giant wads of cash in front of thousands of people watching, live on television, live in person. So not only is it just idiotic, but again, it points directly back to what Odell cares about most. He took a moment where these LSU players worked hard all year, got to an undefeated season, had a great game, won the national championship, and then all eyes back on Odell. All eyes back on me. He doesn't know anybody on that current team. He graduated from LSU, you know, five, five or six years ago. He knows nobody on that current roster. I'm sure he knows people in the organization. True, sure. But he knows nobody on that current roster. He has no part of that team whatsoever. And on top of that, Odell Beckham is someone I wouldn't even want around the locker room because he's a loser. He hasn't won ever, ever in his entire career, whether it be collegiately or in the NFL. He hasn't even won a playoff game in the NFL. So why do you want this guy around? He's just hanging on to the, co uh, the, curtail, uh, the coattails of a winning organization because he's never been a part of one. And yet he comes in there and he makes it all about himself. It's all about Odell, handing out giant wads of cash to be on national television. If he wanted to give those players money, do it privately. Go meet each one. Take them out to lunch and give them money. No one would know. No one would see it. But it's not about that. It's about putting all the eyes and all the attention on Odell. That's all he cares about. He is an egomaniac. He only cares about him. And then to top it all off, to, to, to just put the icing on the cake, now he's in the that was on the field, him giving money to players. Now in the locker room, he's in the locker room. They're all celebrating in the locker room after they had won. Right? There's a cop in there. He's going around. I'm pretty sure he's looking for booze. Because there's been player, I'm sure there's players drinking that are underage. The cop is just doing his job. Now we can have a debate about whether that guy's being over over policing, yada yada yada. I don't care. The fact is, the guy has a job to do, and that's his job. Okay, 
That's exactly his job is just to be in there. He's looking for illegal things, whether it's people smoking weed, whether it's people drinking that are underage, whatever the case may be. He's just in there inspecting and looking for things that aren't supposed to be in there. Lo and behold, as he turns around to look inside a bottle on the floor, Odell Beckham Jr. comes up behind him and slaps him on the ass. There's a video. Go ahead and watch it because, of course, it's on video because it's in the locker room. And then the cop turns around like, are you kidding me? And Odell just starts like dancing in front of him and acting like a complete and total jackass. Well, just in case you didn't think there was enough crap going on with Odell Beckham Jr. with all that investigation into the money thing, which will definitely be found out, the police, the Baton Rouge Police Department has issued a warrant for his arrest because... He assaulted a police officer. That's what happens when you slap a cop. And, of course, everyone on Twitter defending him for this, defending him for that, saying it's not a big deal. He was just joking around. That cop's playing is, you know, being way too serious. He's taking it way too far. Okay, let's just reverse the roles for just one second. Imagine if the cop, okay, and, and let me just let you know right now, it was a white cop. Let me just paint this picture for you. Imagine on national TV, uh, caught on camera, a white cop slaps Odell Beckham Jr. I don't care if it's in the ass. I don't care if it's in the face. I don't wherever he wants to slap him. He just slaps him. Do you understand the media hailstorm that would erupt from this if the tables were turned? Like. It would be insane. The, um, the insanity of what would happen if that were to transpire would be astronomical. So now, now that we viewed it from the other side, let's bring it back to what actually happened in real life. Odell Beckham slapped a cop on the ass. Now you can tell me, right? It was a joke. It wasn't real. He didn't do it to be malicious. He didn't do it anything. He was just joking around. It doesn't matter. That's assaulting a police officer. And if a police officer slapped Odell Beckham Jr. on the ass, there would probably be big problems, especially being the way we live in society today. It was a white cop, and we obviously Odell Beckham Jr. is an African-American. That's what would happen. If, that would, if, that would, if, the, if the tables were reversed, it would be insane. There would be riots. But no, that's that's the hypocrisy of, of what we live in right now. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But the thing is, you have to call a spade a spade. You have to be willing to look at what just happened and say, Odell Beckham is an idiot. He's an idiot. He shouldn't even be in the locker room, one. He's not a part of the team. He has no connection to the team other than he graduated LSU five or six years ago. That's the only connection he has to anything on that roster. That's fine. Celebrate with the boys after the game. Let them change out. Then go party with them. Do whatever you want. I'm not telling you you can't party with them and be happy that they won. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is what you are doing is making the, the, the entire moment all about yourself. You're being selfish. You're being an idiot. And it's just, and it's just classic Odell Beckham Jr. And now there's going to be a lot at stake here. Not only is there going to be an, an investigation through the NCAA of him handing money out to 
college kids. There's also going to be backlash inside the NFL. The Browns have already issued a statement today stating that we're well aware that Odell has a warrant for his arrest and that Odell and his and his agent are in contact with the police department and they're cooperating. So now there's there's probably going to be punishment through the NFL because the NFL does not take kindly to how when players mishandle themselves and player misconduct off the field. Like like what happened with Zeke when he was uh you know arrested for for you know wherever he was at that music festival in Texas. This is the same thing that's going to happen. I guarantee you there will be consequences for Odell's actions, and there should be. Anytime you carry yourself like an absolute idiot, okay, and make any moment all about yourself when you had nothing to do with anything about that team other than that you graduated from there. Okay, if you're a college graduate, just think about this for a second. You go back to your college, and you raise all living hell in a moment where you really had nothing to do with it. You're just a graduate who graduated five years ago. You go back there and you just get drunk. You're rowdy. You're slapping people. You're handing out money everywhere, right? People are going to be like, look at what the hell is this? This guy's a fucking clown. That's what exactly what they're going to say. Pardon my language, but they're going to say this guy is an effing clown. And that's exactly what he is. He's a clown. You can't defend people like him. He only cares about himself. If he was going there to support the team and watch the game and be happy for the win, okay, Tyron Matthew was there, okay, the honey badger. He didn't do anything. He just watched the game. He was happy that his alma mater won. That's the way it should be. You shouldn't make moments like this about yourself. It's crazy. It is absolutely nuts. Anyway, everyone, so tomorrow I will be diving back in to the games, the AFC, NFC Championship games, and I will give you my gambling picks if you're interested in those. This is going to be like a new Friday thing up until the Super Bowl. I'll give you my gambling picks. I'll tell you uh, what I would bet um, if I could bet in this communist state that is California. I would tell you what I would be putting my money on um, this weekend. And then uh, moving forward, obviously, uh, next week after we find out how this whole weekend transpires, we'll obviously have the build-up to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl week, we'll talk about all the matchups, everything you need to know. It'll be all Super Bowl, all everything. We'll also be learning about uh, Hall of Fame inductees, so I'll probably do a little bit um, talk about that stuff as well. And moving forward, just any more breaking NFL news, uh, hopefully – no more craziness about individual players. I really just want to focus on the games at hand and breaking them down. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. I appreciate everybody um, who's been listening to the podcast. Remember to share the podcast with your friends, families, cousins, dogs, uncles, aunts, cats, dogs, whoever. Uh, remember, you can email me, the rant, uh, the rant Eli at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at the rant Eli. And you can follow me on Instagram at The Rant with Eli. I post all my uh, current episodes when they post. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll know exactly when the new episodes come out. I also post them on Twitter. And you can email me and ask me any questions you like about any sports uh, topic that is happening. Um, I also will probably be uh, talking more about that baseball scandal as it moves forward. Uh, there's been some small developments, but I'm going to wait till the dust settles to openly talk about 
how this affects baseball moving forward. So we'll get af- we'll get into that maybe a little bit later next week when we got some downtime. But right now, it's all about football moving forward. And tune in tomorrow to hear the gambling picks. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate uh, everyone who's been supporting the podcast. And I will see you guys when I see you.